Welcome to The Shared Desk, episode 98. It's a whole new year and we're back. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's a whole, whole new, new year. decade. A whole new decade. Yeah, we, we, we start this decade by the 20s. And uh, <laughs> hey, everybody, it is, in fact, The Shared Desk, and I am your host, T. Morris. I think that's a great way to start off the year. And sitting across from me, I'm Pip Valentine. The thing we're going to talk about is still an ongoing situation. Uh, so. Yeah, we, we actually we actually have this started in August in August of yeah. last year, and it is still going strong. It is, uh, all right, in, fact, so, it, in fact, it even blew up even bigger. So let's talk about what we're going to talk let, about. Let's go. Let's go ahead. And let's uh, let's start unpacking. Uh, so this is <clears throat> so so we are talking about the RWA now. The, the Romance R- Writers Association. The Ro- Romance Writers Association of America. About, uh, ro- we should point out that we are not romance writers. Uh, we dabbled. We dabbled, dabbled a little. We, we thought about. Uh, uh, I know that in previous shows, I have talked about maybe uh, uh, about maybe doing this, about maybe switching. making the jump and uh, genre genre hopping over to uh, to being a romance yeah. author. I thought about it because I've dabbled with it with them. Um, I mean, we actually hold a romance. That's right. Title, we do have an RT best of award. steampunk from RT. You know, yes. I mean, <clears throat> and we've written about. I mean, our books aren't technically. We write about the badonkadonk. We do, but they're not what you would call a technically romantic novel. In other words, there are romantic elements, but it is not a romance novel. Exactly, exactly. So, no. so we, uh, so, 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 big. <laughs> Rev three dude said Bigfoot prawn is not romance tea. Depends on if you're Bigfoot or the person getting romance. It does. It, it does. does. It does. It does. It's, 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 uh, it's open to interpretation. <laughs> So anyway, um, <laughs> so I think we should uh, broadly define the fact that RWA, along with a lot of other yeah. author authorial organizations, yeah. has been struggling with the concept yeah. of diversity. Right. Um, science fiction and fantasy has its, had its own, you know, sad puppies. We've talked about that in various oh, yeah. things. Oh yeah, we have. But this seems to be uh, romance seems to be coming a little bit later to the divisive issue i don't think there's a divisive issue i think the um the fact the the statistics do not lie america's uh demographics are going to change uh there are going to to be more people of color in america as a percentage of of the general population it's just going to happen yeah some things might slow it down fractionally but it's going to happen this is going to happen this is this is not going to be this is not a fad this is a thing and um and, that's, and some people have problems with that uh, some people have been having huge problems with it okay so <clears throat> so um and that's been that's not just been in uh the romance industry that has been that's in everywhere pretty right? much in every entertainment industry uh yeah. people have been having issues with what's been going on thank you for the host unicorn by the way and uh welcome uh feral i appreciate you being here uh yeah i know uh this is stream three of three There's i've been i've been, been streaming here. a lot today uh which means i have to hit the books hard uh tonight <laughs> uh 
And I and, and so we don't want to be talking about this for three hours. Yeah, as and much I'll, as much as we could, because we could. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> I got your attention now. Oh yeah, we could definitely talk about this. We could we could yeah. really really talk about this. So um, why, why don't we kick, talk about the right. uh, instigating? We're, ta- we're going to talk about the instigating the instigating thing now. First off, I want to get do a quick shout out to uh, Clary. Uh, Clarion, is it Clarion? Uh, Claire, Claire Ryan. Excuse me. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to read off the, um, the URL. That's uh, always a mistake. Uh, it's like reading. It's, it's like, it's like doing usernames off of, yeah. off of Twitch. It's, so Claire Ryan. Claire Ryan. I want to just say real, real uh, Claire Ryan author dot com. Thank you very much. Uh, this this uh, this woman has taken upon herself <laughs> to basically do the Lord's work. She is she's doing she's doing God's work for sure. She is. Seriously, just um, she has been. I mean, she's probably not writing her books because she is updating <laughs> this site uh, literally on a daily basis. Yes. Yep. And and she is um, she is killing it to say the least. Okay, so <clears throat> let's take scroll you back to the top of that page. Yeah, yeah. Scroll to the top of the page, and we're going to put the link in the show notes. But uh, first off, let's step back. Let's step back to August twenty seventh, twenty nineteen. Mm-hmm. Uh, Susan Tisdale files an ethics complaint against Courtney Milan. Uh, the meat of the complaint arose out of events on August twenty fifth and twenty sixth, where Milan, amongst others, criticized Tisdale on Twitter for keeping Sue Grimshaw on staff at her publishing company as an editor, in spite of Grim, uh, Grimshaw's history of being racist and problematic and a Trump supporter. Tisdale asserts, with no supporting documentation, that several authors refuse to work with her publishing company because they fear a backlash from Milan. Mm-hmm. Tisdale further asserts that Milan helped put an ex- exclusion into the ethics policy for social media posts in order to bully others with impunity on Twitter. Hmm. Milan is asked to resign, not recuse herself, as chairperson of the Ethics Committee by outgoing RWA President Helen K. Dimon. Um, September 11th, Catherine Lynn Davis files an ethics complaint against Courtney Milan. This complaint concerns Milan's criticism on August 25th, 26th of one of Davis's books written in the 90s that contained harmful racist stereotypes of Chinese women. Davis asserts, with no supporting documentation, that she lost a three-book deal because of the publishing company's Ooh, that feared big. because the publishing company feared a backlash from Milan. Note: Milan is half Chinese. Davis also accused Milan of violating her intellectual property rights as she posts screenshots from Davis's books for criticism and commentary, and violating the RWA social media policy. Note that as per U.S. copyright law, posting excerpts of a work for purposes of criticism and analysis is considered fair use. October 1st, the RWA emails membership calling for volunteers to join the Ethics Committee. And then there's a transcript, there's an excerpt of the, of the transcript of, of what is needed to be done on the Ethics Committee. <clears throat> now, um, you can go on ahead and read the, 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 the whole detailed deep dive that uh, Claire Ryan has uh, taken upon herself. But that's essentially the crux of the matter. It, it, yeah. it, it came from that <clears throat> initial uh, taking it to the ethics committee. Yeah, and uh, and basically um, uh, on December 17th, the RWA board discusses the report, votes to accept its findings, the, the report of the ethics committee, mm. and censure Milan as per its recommendation. Uh, and then... Um, the, the news is broken on Twitter by author Alicia Cole that the RWA is censoring Courtney Milan for violations of the RWA Code of Ethics and uh, Twitter pr- prom- <laughs> yeah, pretty much explodes. Pretty much explodes. And then that, after December 
uh, 23rd, when all this breaks, mm. that is when um, that is when everything just goes. Every, and, and it becomes a daily, I repeat, a <laughs> daily, daily um, onslaught of, of, of different things. Uh, people have resigned from this. People have um, agents have said they're not coming to events. There are there are agents the that, are, that are yeah there are agents that are canceling other um, that are canceling people involved with this uh, uh, some appearances have been, uh, that uh, that were that were planned in the books. They've all been they've all been let go. This has been picked up by let's see if I miss Forbes. anybody. Forbes, Mary Sue, uh, the New York Times, the Washington Post, USA. To- I did say USA Today. Yeah, I think so. no, no, you didn't. Um, USA Today. I mean, th- this has been an absolute meltdown. It's like a snowball. Yeah, like and, a giant snowball. That's and um, <clears throat> and and it is it is it has really been uh, it has been absolutely insane. Now, here's where uh, now before I start saying okay, I think I think we we have really hit like like mass capacity you know like 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 uh um you know, terminal velocity here mm. <clears throat> so basically in a nutshell um these these two these two authors mm. filed complaints against Courtney Milan and Courtney Milan was was held uh, accountable for it and the thing is is that um in that is is that people are are saying hey wait a second hey wait a second um this is not cool because um Courtney Milan helped write the ethics for RWA, and they excluded social media, yeah, um, for 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 a variety of reasons. One of which is that um, it's such a social media still is very much a wild west platform. Yeah, um, there are there are, um, and we kind of know what we're talking about because we've written books on this. But uh, but it is it is still an open platform for people to express opinions, to express their thoughts, to express what they. Uh, think about a certain situation, a certain topic, of, you know, whatever. Yeah. And um, <clears throat> and what's been stunning is that the um, is that they the these people filed complaints against the person who helped design the ethics behind it, and um, they basically said, yeah, uh, Courtney Milan is no longer is for a year will no longer be uh, basically his a member a member of the yeah. RWA. And, <clears throat> and wasn't she also, they also said you can't hold any position. She also can't hold any position, right. Now, um, here's where, now, you know, you would think, well, you know, the ethics committee ruled, they had they had the evidence, you know, and, and, and to be fair, we have never met any of the authors, no, with, with the exception of one, we haven't met any of the authors involved, in particular Courtney Milan. Mm. Um, <clears throat> she's very outspoken for authors of color and, yes. author, and authors of March, and she should be, because... <clears throat> We have been finding out, Pip and I have been finding out, and, and look, we've done the DNA tests. We are two of the whitest people you will ever meet. Yes. What, we, we, like we have, we, like we, did, we, we did the whole spit in the, spit in the vial thing. I'm telling you. It we was really about disappointing. It was really disappointing. It's, 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 it, it was, it was sad. So this is all, this is all pretty, uh, you know, pretty intense, but we've actually had friends of ours who are authors of color authors mm. of, 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 of a, of a, um, of a marginalized, uh, marginalized, yeah sector uh but basically they have said we have been told we have been mm. told that we should be happy with where we are in our careers yes are your books that contain characters who are not white are never going to sell 
You're right. never going to be anything right. but a mid-list author, so don't even bother trying. And, and it's like, whoa. And that is the, that has been the crux of what has been going on. And you know, and then there, there are people that say, well, you know, um, the, one of the defenses is have been, well, you know, it was the 90s. It was the 90s. Now, we, were gonna, the 90s. we, we talked about this earlier. Yeah. That what the, the two original, you know, when no one wants to be told... You're a racist. That, that you're a racist. <laughs> yeah. Or to have their books looked at. I mean, yeah, there are things that I probably did in the 90s that were probably pretty problematic now. Uh, they, and this would have ended all here. If they had just said, uh, I'm sorry, I apologize. Uh, it Back in the 90s, I was not as aware of this sort of behavior, how they portrayed Chinese characters. Um, and I will try to do better or something similar to that. So check this out. This the the story hits the New York Times on December thirtieth. This is what one of the one of the com, uh, complainants, Ms. Davis, stated. Uh-huh. She was stunned by the RWA's judgment against Ms. Milan and said the penalty far exceeded the substance of the complaint. We asked for an apology. That was Aww. what we wanted. Okay, <laughs> hold the effing phone right She's there. She's not quite. Eh, not the whole story and right? susan tinsdale's uh complaint she said quote if the board does not demand that miss milan immediately cease and desist with this online bullying with the hateful tweets against me my company my authors and acquisition editors i will not remain quiet and i will move forward with legal action okay so she was asking for an apology additionally oh no additionally I will accept nothing less than a full public apology from Ms. Milan, not only to myself, but to Ms. Grimshaw and Ms. Davis, as well as all Glenfinian authors. Authors Ms. Milan and her ilk are referring to as privileged white women. Ooh, when you use the word ilk, mm, now, here's that reveals the thing. something. Do you know who says things like, I will accept nothing less than a full public apology from such and such, not only to myself, but to the people I work with and my company and people of their ilk? Do you know who says that? People who have privilege? Privileged white women. <laughs> Karen! Karen! Karen. That's, I want to see the manager. I want to see the manager because I got the haircut and I'm ready to rock and, and I'm roll. And I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a white lady now, and I got privilege I, I, I better see the manager. I want to say this again. I want to read this one more time. If the board does not demand that Ms. Milan immediately cease and desist, NWL, nice white ladies. <laughs> oh, JT, you're going to fit right in here. Um, <clears throat> if the board does not demand that Ms. Milan immediately cease and desist with this online bullying, with the hateful tweets against me, my company, my author, and acquisition editors, I will not remain quiet, and I will move forward with legal action. Mm-hmm. So she did a bit more than just ask for an apology. And the thing is... She also issued a threat. And then, in this, uh, the day after... The day after that broke, Susan Tisdale had this to say in The Guardian. Um, this, is, this, is direct, this is a direct quote from The Guardian article. Tisdale, yeah. author of more than 20 romance novels, told The Guardian on Friday that she's been furious to have a friend's book labeled as racist by someone who admitted to not having read the entire thing. She said that it was especially unfair to launch this kind of criticism against a book that has been published decades low, but republished in 2014. <laughs> At the same time, Tisdale said she has been shocked by the severity of the punishment RWA initially shocked, imposed. I tell shocked, you. I say. Clutch shocked. your pearls. I, I was having tea with it. I was having tea with my cucumber sandwiches, croissant, of course, <laughs> and I was shocked when I heard. Um, <laughs> I, th- <clears throat> I think it was a little harsh. I really, really do. Tinsdale said the ban for a year was too much. Oh. All, 
Quote, all we wanted was an apology. Mm. Hey, Karen, I got news for you. When you say the words legal action... Especially in America... You're, you're you're asking for a little more than just an apology. You're like you're holding the cards. You're going, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I better get my apology, or you're gonna get it. <laughs> yes. All, all of a sudden, it's an episode of The Sopranos. Look, I just want an apology. I just want an apology. I just want an apology. <laughs> now, look. Don't mind the cement mixer over there. Don't mind the fact that that there are there are two feet feet boxes underneath Big the cement. might just put you. He's gonna put you in there. Polly Polly Walnuts. I want you to come over here. Don't <laughs> mind Polly Walnuts. All I'm asking for is an apology. An apology. There is no mafia. I mean. Yeah. Come on. Come. And that that was Don't come the you know, the coy ingenue now. I was just asking for an apology. And and when to be know, fair, you were not. And you to be not. fair, chat, to be fair, to be fair, I have no idea if that's what Susan Tisdale said. I don't know like. what she looked In my mind She's Karen. That yeah, she's Karen. In my she's mind Karen she's with Karen. The, with the cut. But she said it again. She actually said it again. The 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 band the band was too much. All we wanted was an apology. Then later on she says um, she did not agree with RWA's original response to her complaint. Tisdale said she disagreed with the board's choice to rescind its p- punishment of Milan after widespread criticism. Basically, the RWA backpedaled and said, yeah, we're not. Yeah, you're gonna, right. That's too much. That's too much. Okay, so, gonna- so first she says it's too much and we didn't agree. Then when they rescind it, she's like, well, they shouldn't have done that either. And and That's and, confusing. And again, and again, she says, I feel like it was giving the wrong message, she said. You're rescinding a decision not based on new evidence or something you didn't know about before. You were caving to the climate that is Twitter. I, I choked on my cucumber sandwich over that. Oh, sorry, that's not in the article. I apologize. No, 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 no. <clears throat> um, she herself had left RWA after it rescinded its decision. Tisdale said, hey, way to stand up for what you believe in. She said she also has to ask. She is. She said she has also been asked to leave her local chapter of uh. Romance Writers of America and had done so. My emails, my texts. Everything has just exploded, Tisdale said. And they all said the same thing. We support you. We don't agree with what's happening, but I can't say anything publicly. You know, uh, again. Show us your emails. Show us your receipts. But her emails. But her emails. The, my, my, main, my main gripe about this, though, was the we were just asking for an apology. Mm. You weren't. When you drop the when you drop the L word, and I know we're talking about romance authors, I'm not talking about love. I'm talking about legal when litigation. You, when you when you when you drop the litigation bomb, you are literally saying, "I am putting you in the back of the corner, and you are going to do as I say." Or, you know, and now and now mm. and now both her and uh, and the other and the other um, and the other lady involved in this who. Uh, um, uh, yeah, the other lady involved, the other author involved in this, Davis. Both of them are saying, "Hey, we're victims. We're vic- We're victims it's of social nice media bullying." Oh my gosh, yeah. the victimhood. Yeah. Put it on. Put yeah. it on. But the um, whole thing is blown up even further beyond that, and it's dragged in um, the president-elect, the Damon, president-elect Swade, Damon Swade, who we right. have met, and we had a very nice interaction with him. But it was only like at one event, two yeah. events, maybe. Yeah, maybe one but. Or two um, but um, yeah, there have been yeah. people calling for his resignation with the handling of this whole thing. The the scope, the level um. that this has reached. Chuck Tingle uh-huh. has published a new Tingler story titled "Not Pounded by Romance Wranglers of America" because their new leadership is from the depths of the endless cosmic void. Yes. So um, when you got Chuck Tingle involved, and w- when Chuck Tingle writes a story about <laughs> you, that's when you know you've crossed mean, there's, a there's line. There's huge amounts of people. I mean, Nora Roberts has commented on it. She came out with some stories of her own that she she's not a current member of the RWA, right. and she has reasons for that. Some of the things that you know, and when we were talking yesterday to wow. you about the fact that 
you know, this could have been stopped. I actually feel, and I'm talking from a place of, I'm not in the RWA, right. but I feel like the best disinfectant is always sunshine. And maybe it's a good thing in the at the end of this that this has happened because it's revealed a whole mess of stuff that was kind of being shoved under the carpet. Yeah. And we're yeah. hearing from authors of colour who have had experiences, uh, terrible experiences, belittling experiences. Those are all like now pouring out, which is why this this thing has kept going, is that there's been stuff that people have been holding in and now they feel a bit like the Me Too movement. And they right. now feel like this, there's a this forum is, for yeah, it. This truly is the Me Too moment for... Um, for, for for romance, yeah. for moments, and for writers in general, um, uh, a friend a friend of the podcast, a friend of the show, um, um, Mary Robinette Canole. Yes, uh, she is the, the Sifwa Sifwa president, science fiction writers. Remember, you know, yeah. She, she reached out and she said, "Look, if you if you feel if you feel like you've been disenfranchised, please come and consider membership." Yes, as long as you have Sifwa. some uh, science yeah. fiction or fantasy elements <clears throat> in your story, then Sifwa will welcome you. But and there to, are a bunch of people yeah. that don't. The people that write contemporary romance right. and stuff. And, and Amish romance and all the different uh, all the different, different subgenres kinds, yeah. of romance. It's all got it's, it's ridiculous. It's now got it, it's it sta- reached the it point. started off as one thing and, and then now branched like, out. like like John Carpenter's the thing. It's got <laughs> it's developed into a whole wow. monstrous thing wow. with various arms and legs and 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 it, it's all disgusting. Wow, um, you're weird. I wow. Yeah, I, you, you did the, I you did, did a great. John Carpenter the thing reference. <laughs> wow. Well, and and like John Carpenter's wow. the thing, many people are running like hell away from it. That's that's true. They are. That, uh, well, I mean, I mean, pretty much. Uh, the, you know, the two of us have been just sitting back saying this. Y'all jokers must be crazy. But I mean, you know, yeah, hey, it was, hey, uh, our genre has also had its had its issues. <laughs> it, I mean, yeah, it's it painful and it's awful, and it's, people are distressed yeah. and upset and worried about the future of the right. RWA. Remember at the very beginning of this podcast. No, oh, I'm not. Barely 30 minutes ago, when <laughs> I when I read the when I read the passage where one of the authors claimed I lost a three book deal oh, yes. because of this, we got a follow up to that. She told the Guardian the allegations in her original complaint to RWA were quoted in news reports. The publisher in question is very upset. Davis clarified that she did not have and lose a written book contract, but that a publisher had delayed further discussion of a potential contract. In the wake of the controversy. Your book deals can be pushed back for a number of reasons. Who's to say that that uh, editor didn't push back her time because they're like, I want to see how sales are. Yeah. I mean, there yeah. could be any number of reasons yeah. why they say, I don't want to discuss it right now. Right. Right. And that's um, and that's that's the thing. That's the thing. You yes. can't pin that necessarily on, you know. This. Um, Unless she puts it in writing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If something's. And that's. And that. Man, people people are really starting to use the telephone these days as a way of oh, avoiding yeah, leaving yeah. a paper trail. It's getting real hinky out there. I mean, I mean, let's be honest. The reason, well, I mean, and and this is this is one thing. So, so what is the takeaway from all this? You got to wonder, because um, we really have been we have been doing this this deep dive into what's been going on at the RWA. So, first off. Um, diversity and representation does matter. It does. It does matter. And and if you don't realize that you're being very short-sighted you're not having extremely a longer short-sighted and um and you know but but the but this also does scream a little bit and i'm i may be i may be standing on the precipice on this one but just track with me for a second please um there is also the issue of well wait a minute if if it if you know if, if i only have to write about what i know 
you know, then what about when I want to write? You know, I'm, we've I'm, talked about that yeah, before. We, yeah, we've what, talked what, about what that. What if we want to? What if we want to write uh, char- uh, characters of color? What if we want to write about marginalized? And and the 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 main well, heck, I'm dealing with that this weekend. Yeah, yeah. I have a I have a book coming out in February called The Fierce Dead. It's got three main characters in it. The one of them is a 1920s ghost of a white lady. I can maybe deal with that. Uh, one of them is an older white lady. I'm getting older. Um, and the third one is a young uh, woman of color from rural um, Virginia. Very rural Virginia. So I have not lived that life, but I also don't want to pretend that the whole world is white and everybody <clears throat> in my book should be white because I am. Right. So the only thing, and we've discussed this before, the only thing to do is do your research, read up on all you can, and then find somebody who's lived that experience and just I wrote to the I, I found somebody to uh, give me a sensitivity beta read um, and I said you know just let me know if there's anything that I've got wrong if anything strikes you as being silly or indeed if there's stuff that I have left out that should be included right. that might might make a difference and, to the story and um alex alex just said in chat that uh they have a book on that called writing the other there so. is and there's also a very good uh series um like a uh, tutorials mm-hmm. um <clears throat> that are called writing the other and they're highly recommended and, by and many I mean, people and that's the other thing too the the if if you want to write that mm. ble- reach out reach out to your audience reach out to People you respect, people you know in the community, and say, "Look, I want to do this, but I want to do this right." Yeah, that was how it started with us. We we reached out to Steampunk India, Sunadasi, and we told her what we were doing, and she said, "I would be thrilled to be a um a beta reader for your for your India material because the fifth book, Ghost Rebellion, was set in India, mm-hmm. and that gave was. us more confidence as well yeah. that we could write." And, and, and not fall on our faces or be... And I think I think the thing that she said that made me go, I think we got it right, was when she said, I was wondering if you guys were going to deal with the racism. And you went there. You went there even more dramatically than I expected. And for that, I applaud you. Yeah. And, and you know, to us, that's that to me is what matters. What, do, what, what matters is not the color of your skin when you're writing for these marginalized characters. What matters is are you getting it right? Yeah. And now, and now I would like to add that I think there is there should be room in every publishing schedule for own stories. You know, people of color writing about people of color. Sure, Pe- trans, oh, absolutely. Trans absolutely. authors writing about there absolutely. should always be room for those stories. Yes. yes. But at the same time, uh, we shouldn't be restricted as writers. We should try and be um, sympathetic, and we should try mm. and be responsible. But we shouldn't be trapped in our own bubble. So and, it's it's a yeah. real delicate balance it is but i think there's plenty of room the interesting thing when when i spoke to my beta reader about it uh i said you know thank you so much i really appreciate you reading this and she said no thank you and i I, she said i want to hear you know i want to see people of of you know me reflected in other stories (laughs) and she said your voice is more powerful than many and i was like whoa okay and and it's just it's it's a it is it's a very hard hard line to walk but if you've got if you've got resources and you probably do have resources to pull on by all means do that one more takeaway that i do think is very important from this whole thing keep a paper trail yes and the 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 final the final epic mess is this ain't over 
Oh, it's going to continue. This ain't over. So we'll, we'll, Especially in light of this article here. Um, oh, yeah, The Hollywood Reporter also picked this up. Okay. I mean, so we might have to drop back into this mess and see how it's resolved in a couple of weeks. We might, but um, I, I personally like to end on a uh, on a much uh, on a much on a much kinder note. Overcooked on the bottom, crispy as fuck, and it looks like Gandhi's flip flop. What a shame! What the fuck did you put in that sauce? You're about as fucking consistent as pigeon shit on Trafalgar Square. Get out of my kitchen! Now, why are we playing in the kitchen? Why are we Why are we playing in the kitchen? Hey, Avi, how you doing? Good to see you, Avi. Good to see you. Um, we're playing this because uh, we're talking about um, we're talking about making hard choices in 2020. Not resolutions. Not resolutions. Actually, um, you might you might have seen the um, the you might have seen the um, uh, the pictures recently that I posted on my Instagram over at the T Monster on Instagram.com. Um, there is, um, uh, there's the, we actually started this in 2019. We, we started making, um, some, uh, gradually, some serious changes. Gradually add, adding. Gradually adding into our daily routine, um, exercise. Uh, we've been going to Lifetime Fitness and we, we love what they do there. So much, in fact, that, yeah. Um, we've talked about that before as well. Like the, the, the amazing facility that that is. Yeah. Yeah, and we went. We we're going one step further, and that's why the uh, the kitchen segment played. Um, we're starting a detox tomorrow. Now, yes. for for those skeptics in the audience, I do want to say, people would say, "Well, you don't have to detox. You got There's, a liver. What you are you doing here?" Okay. Would you like to take this here? <laughs> <laughs> well, the way I'm looking at it is that it's for t- it's only for two weeks. Um, we're getting rid of uh, caffeine, alcohol, corn products, soy, and gluten. Yeah. Now. We can eat, thank goodness, yeah. potatoes, sweet potatoes, and rice. So, and then we're just going to be loading up on on uh, vegetables with with some protein. The way I'm looking at it is, uh, it's a it's a hard re- reboot. Yeah. To your body. Yeah. The hard reboot. And then the you body. start adding things in, and you're like, okay, I'm going to add in caffeine. How does my body react to that? Um, yeah, hey, Sparky. First off, hey, Sparky. And uh, Alex also said, I've done sugar detox years ago, and dang it, I need to do it again. Yes. Oh, sugar's um, also off the list. Sugar's also off the list. Uh, uh, Avi asks, how does Twitch Daughter think about this? And she- It's interesting. She actually yeah. said to- I was like, I'm not going to ask her to get involved in this. She said, I kind of wish I was doing it with you. And I'm like, well- I didn't say to her, but I was like, honey, you're going to be eating with us. Yeah. Uh, so you're yeah. probably, you're probably gonna but we're not going to be She's going to be half her, detoxing yeah. her, yeah. And I mean, if I want to try it out first, you and I, yeah. and see how difficult or not difficult it is. Yeah. And then if she wants to do it later on in the year, sure. we can Why do not? it Do it with her. Now, here's the thing, though, about, and I've said this before on the, on, on the, on the, on the, on both the stream as well as on the, on the podcast. I have the sweet tooth of a three year old. Oh, so do I. And, and I sugar, love, I, my... I love sugar. I am sugar's bitch. <laughs> this woman, this woman over here tried to fool me once by sweetening, <laughs> by sweetening tea oh, with yes. stevia. Yes. Stevia is ass. That is the, that, I'm just going to go out and say it. Stevia is now, ass. Now, Twitch Daughter and I, we can taste the, the stevia and things, but it doesn't bother us as much. I am but triggered he is by like, it. I uh, am triggered by he, stevia. He goes like into a... Stevia is right. the cilantro of sweeteners, in my opinion. I freaking hate stevia. But it is one of the most popular yeah, um, non-sugar sweeteners. That being said, 
we finally I can't get enough of monk fruit. Monk fruit. Monk fruit sweetener. I'm just glad we found Mwah. one. Oh my god, I was so thrilled when I tasted it. I'm like, oh my god, this is good. This is good. <laughs> I like this. Yeah, thank you, Sp- thank you, Sparky. Thank you. Sparky agrees with me. Stevia is gross and bitter. But monk. <laughs> but now here's the thing. Here's the, de- the downside. Of, it has is, got a bit up aftertaste. Yeah, that's so. the downside. Is the de- nerd girl Stevia is the work of the devil. <laughs> now. The downside of monk fruit sweetener is that monk fruit sweetener is very expensive. Yes. But the thing is, I, I one, you can cook with it. Yes. You can cook and bake it's with it. It's so. basically the same. Um, uh, one, cup of, uh, uh, one cup of monk fruit is the same as one cup of sugar. Yeah. Um, would you, uh, if you were to ask me, is it worth it? I would say yes, it yes. is worth it. It is worth it. I, I, I absolutely have lost my mind over monk fruit sweetener. And um, uh, Avi st- stevia is a uh, is a, a sugar substitute. It's ba- it's a plant. It's, it's a plant. It, it is pretty. It's, plant based. It, it's it's a stevia it's, is a plant. You can yeah. grow it. And it dry is a it. healthier. It is a healthier substitute than say uh, equal. Or, yeah, it's it's not a yeah. chemically sort no, of thing. No, no, it's more. Of, it's, it's all natural. Yeah, and I, I actually have um, a Facebook friend who grows it and. Like you can actually take it and yourself make it into a liquid. But you see, here's the problem. Here's the problem. Uh, Nick and Sparky, agave and honey are off the list as well for two weeks. Yes. Now, um, so here's the thing. I kind of started. I gradually started weaning myself off of stuff. Like I haven't had coffee in a week. Yeah. And um, I was I was having headaches the entire week, and I was trying to figure out what was going on. And I was like, Oh my god, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's because I haven't. Well, had caffeine. yeah. I, I think your body has to readjust because it, it's. Sregor, good to see you. It's limped along on yeah, caffeine for yeah, a long time, yeah. so it's like, oh, okay, and no, we're not do- we're not doing that anymore. So, um, now I'm thing- not having any tea either. So I know, I know. Um, so here's the thing: is that the the th- the thing is the detox, and, and I, I'm not allowed caffeine, so I can't have coffee, can't have any of that, and it and it does it does bum me out a little bit on that in that respect because my, my my King's Coast coffee, and if you want to know how much I love my King's Coast coffee, hold on a second, I actually have in here. Uh, let's see if this works. King's Coast. You have a little, uh... I have a video. Um, or is it coffee? Dang it. <laughs> King's Coast. Yeah, I, I did spell it right. I just want to... Let me, let me try this. Hold on. Hold yeah. On. Well, you know. We, we, so, once you've done your two-week... Dis- there it is. Once there you've it done is. your two-weeks... Dis- uh, <laughs> discount. Two-weeks <laughs> de- detox. <laughs> then you start adding things back in. So I was saying to you, I was like, so what are you going to add back in first? First thing I said was coffee. Uh, without, without any Caffeine. kind of hesitation. That will be your first. Caffeine and coffee. Oh, that's the other thing. No eggs. And right. we do like eggs. And I so think our my trainer. first one will be eggs. Yeah. But but the thing is, you know, we, we the, the, the difference between how your liver detoxes you oh. and what this detox is, that this is a little, this is a bit more extreme yeah. of a detox. And it's not it's not the, the, the woo-woo kind of thing, no, kind of detox where you go about, for a month. I think the whole point is actually the adding things back in is also is the most yeah. important part about yeah. it because you're supposed to be kind of getting in tune with your body. What is your body... How does your body react when you add back an eggs? Is it? I don't know. Right. I don't know how it's going right. to react. So we'll find but, out. But let's find out. I mean, and the thing is, the, the when I'm looking at the detox plan, and that's when I would that's that's kind of the things I wanted to, to get across to everybody was that the detox plan we, we really did. Yes, unicorn is absolutely right. You're flushing out your system. Yeah. And 
and we're not doing it in some weird way where we're 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 existing on water and snot no, and, no, and grass no. and grass. Sweet in our potatoes backyard. and rice. Yeah. When I saw sweet, sweet potatoes and rice and regular potatoes, I was like, I can manage we're good. that. We're good. I you can know, manage hey, that. If it's good enough for Matt Damon on Mars, it's good enough for us here. Okay, I'm just. <laughs> but another thing um, that I we have discovered with Lifetime is that their protein powders are really really good, and they've yeah. we're we're going to be using uh, their greens, and which this is, is and. And the thing I like about these kind of plans, <laughs> yeah, exactly, Rep3, dude, science the shit out of this. <laughs> um, but the other thing that's, that's that's really good about about these these detox, uh, the, the the detox that we're doing now, it reminds me of some of the things that I I um I did I did benefit from when I did one of the extreme diets uh, ten years ago when I was doing Metafast the first time. Mm-hmm. One of the things that I said I could never, I said to myself, I would never be able to eliminate from my diet was sodas because i again sweet tooth the three-year-old i love soda soda. and i kicked the soda habit and i suddenly was like wow i can actually go without sodas i survive without it and then i got um, because you thought that like like uh water was dull primitive primitive man on the uh on the plains of africa was carrying a soda can of course they were (laughs) yeah yeah but i mean i learned to not only uh, drink more water and get more water mm. into my system but then i started throwing fruit in there and then i'm like oh i can actually drink well, we're, we're going to be doing that and oh we're also increasing our water intake yeah so we're, we're going to spend some good time going backwards and forwards to the bathroom uh, for the next two I weeks i foresee i foresee with this detox a lot of reading <laughs> on on a, on, a, on, a, on a beautiful throne i see a lot of reading <laughs> happening in our future you better leave you yeah. better let your workmates know that you're doing a detox. And they'll be like, "Man, is he like doing lines in the <laughs> in the bathroom?" Very true. <laughs> okay, so first things first. Again, I want to say a big, big thank you uh, to the, the 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 author that is absolutely chronicling everything. <laughs> everything is happening here. Claire Ryan. She is at clairyanauthor.com. Uh, check her out. I, uh, I I basically met her through this, and it is it, it, this has just been an absolute stunning roller coaster ride. That uh, th- yeah yeah it, it is only it is only getting started. Chat it is only getting started. Um, but we would like to hear from you all. We would like to hear from you and chat about uh, what you thought about um, about what uh, what's been happening in RWA. Um, whether or not do you, you want more diverse books? Do you want more diverse diver, di, divorce? Do you want more diverse books? Do you do you read books? Please, if you read books, fantastic. Buy more. Buy more. Buy our books. We'd love it. If, we'd love you if you buy if you if you bought our books. But uh, but by all means, yeah. Um, uh, you know, talk to us. We want to hear from you. 703-791-1701. That's the best way to get in touch with us. Uh, you, of course, have found us tonight on Twitch, but you can find the podcast in its edited form and stick around because we're going to have a few more minutes after we have a, we have a post show where we just sit and talk with chat. Um, it can be about the, it can be about this. It can be about all kinds of different stuff that. Um, uh, that we've been talking about, whether it's a detox plan, whether it's uh, writing, whether it's uh, ask us anything. We, we we go ahead and we do an extended extended feed. But as far as this podcast goes that you're listening to, you can pick it up on iTunes, you can pick it up on Stitcher, you can pick it up on Google Play, and now on Spotify. Spotify, baby, we are on Spotify. You can do a search for T Morris and Pip Valentine, and we're on Spotify. That's pretty 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 freaking cool. Uh, you can also reach out to us at t at tmorris.com or at pip at pjballantine.com. And, uh, of course, you know, you can go on ahead and leave us a voicemail at that earlier uh, 
at that earlier f- phone that I talked about, or uh, you can also go out. If you've got WhatsApp, you can leave us a voicemail there as well. We'd love to hear from you. So thanks, everybody, for joining us. Remember, folks, the Shared Desk is protected by a non-commercial, no derivative, share-like United States 3.0 license. You can find out more about that license at creativecommons.org. Stick around for the post show. Thanks for tuning in. Enjoy the ride. Catch you later.